Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy National Golf Club. This is Nice Shot Pods, featuring the Rhino, the Moose, and Paul. This week, it's open season on Tractor, who is unable to join us at the last minute. We recap the Bermuda. Paul gives us a list of players that surprisingly have fewer PGA Tour wins than Brian Gay. We preview the Vivant, build 43k DraftKings lineups, play one and done in Fantasy Nassau. Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Nice Shot Pods, brought to you by thefantasynational.com. Go to fantasynational.com backslash pods, save 20%. As you can tell, this is Paul leading us in this week. Tractor could not make it, so um, he self-admittedly does not listen to the pods, so we can talk a ton of shit about him this week. We will uh, also recap the Bermuda. Uh, Going to talk a little bit about uh, Brian Gay, how shocking it is that he has won five times on the PGA Tour. So we'll go through a few guys that um, maybe surprisingly haven't won as many times as Brian Gay has in their career. Um, we'll also get into the Houston Open, and then we'll kind of get through our uh, 43K one and done and uh, Fantasy Nassau games. So, but yeah, how are you guys doing this week? Wonderful and, and great job. Yes. Although you, d- you didn't really kick us off with a, hey, guys, but <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty good. Thank you. I did my, did my best, but uh, we missed Tractor. But uh, yeah, do you think he's going to pull through? With, we don't know. He, COVID? He's a, so, he's, he's, so does his wife have the runner or does like, he have the runner? I pr- we probably have it, <laughs> I think is what he, oh, God. What he said. But so, I feel like everybody and their wife and family has said at some right. point uttered, I probably had it. Back in March, I had the sniffles. So, last night, we're sitting at home. We get a knock on the door. It's our neighbor. So, our kids were over at their house all day yesterday. Then their kids came over to our house, too. So, like, half the day, our kids were at their house. Half the day, their kids were at our house. The dad stops by and he's like, oh, guess what? We just got my wife's test back. She's got the Rona. We're like, oh, So, FML, got, so right? she like, had gone in for testing and she was still having people over? Or did she go like that more? Apparently. Ooh. Apparently. No, we didn't know. She was saying like, yeah, I was a little bit annoyed by this. But, so, like looking at Mrs. Moose and I'm like, okay, I guess we're not sending the kids to daycare tomorrow. We'd better all go get tested now. Mm -hmm. So, we try to get this all set up. We can't get tested because it was indirect exposure and they don't recommend that we stay home. Because it was sure. indirect, because we weren't with the mom, and the kids weren't in that same room within five feet for more than fifteen minutes. Yeah, I don't, that seemed yeah, a little I'm not suspect. To get too much into this, but it, yeah, I don't, it seems like it varies with where you go. Like, yeah, you know, we had it run through the daycare back in May, and they said like you know it wasn't in the classrooms that our kids were in. You know, like a bunch of teachers got it, and some of the yeah. teachers float, but kind of same deal. Like you know, these teachers didn't have you know exposure for x long you know with your kids so you should be fine well, my wife was kind of like paranoid she wasn't she had a, she was feeling a little off so she's like you know what i'm gonna go try to get tested just because i just want to know if i have it and she went there and they were great about it she was like hey like here's the situation and this was back when tests were like not just in abundance yeah <clears throat> well apparently they aren't anymore because we can't even qualify to get them so Anyway, but they were, she was like, I don't want to use your resources up. It was, you know, it's running through our kids' daycare, blah, 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 blah. They said it wasn't in the room. And they're like, oh, no, no. Like, you're right to come get tested. Like, here you go. So, I I don't know. I just feel like it depends on where yeah, you go. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. I mean, you could have just lied about it and just said, yeah, we were I mean, with these people right, for right. a full day. I don't know. 
Well, I mean, where's the harm in getting tested? Well, isn't well, is it probably going it. back to like insurance all this stuff? Because isn't it like free? I mean, I guess it depends on your provider, but like, yeah, it's it costs somebody something, right? So, right, still, right, right at the end right. of the day, it's got to be part of it. Well, we're sending them back to school tomorrow with with tractors, kids. <laughs> so. <laughs> Apparently, they've probably already got the antibodies now anyway, so I wanted to keep them out, but the CDC says that they should be going to school, so back they go. Anyways, golf. Yeah, you guys catch any Bermuda? No. Well, it was on. It was, I'm not. It I was don't on care right during football Vikings time that much, but they were playing the Packers yesterday. Was so still I was, I was locked into that kind of. I was kind of tracking where I was like, I was flipping back and forth, and I saw a gay three putt seventeen, and I was like, ooh, that Wyndham Clark. It was kind of a two horse race coming down the stretch, and and then Gay stuffed it from the rough on eighteen. Really hit an amazing shot. So I mean, the course looked pretty cool on TV. Again, I didn't watch a ton of it, but. And, and the timing, again, was kind of strange. It was almost like a European event because I think it ended around two. Yeah, because what time zone are they even in over there? I don't know. It was but probably like mean, one or two. It was windy. It was windy, even though we, we were thinking it's not going to be, you know, 20, 25 mile an hour winds. Mm-hmm. It didn't look like it was the widest golf course in the world. And scores were really high some of the days. Because Moose, you and I both had like Josh Teeter in 43K. And I, I think he shot like a tidy little... Five under on Thursday. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, right. Falling up with like an 81 or something like that, and then tr- <laughs> then tractors guy Chucky Hoffman. Uh, I think he, <laughs> he shot 84 on 84. Yeah. Days. So I'm like, all right, big numbers out there, no doubt. Yeah, that was my partner this week. We still managed to win some win some points, but I believe yeah, seven, right? five, I think so it was seven five last week. Guys, Redmond swept Hoffman on Saturday, and then okay. Or sorry, McCarthy, or, and then McCarthy swept no. Redmond on yeah. Sunday. On Sunday, yeah, he had a pretty damn good start on Sunday. Yeah, also, I, that was my first six. thing. I like looked, and I'm like, oh sweet, the car dealers buried five of the first six. There goes our Nassau today, like yeah. And again, the reason we call them the car dealer is in Minnesota. There's two main car dealerships. We've got Denny Hecker's and Wally McCarthy's. Do they both still exist? Luther's. Actually, well, Luther, don't forget Luther. Yeah. Okay, but. That doesn't really apply to Jeff Bells or Denny McCarthy. <laughs> Unless his middle name's Luther. I better go check that out. <laughs> that would be something else, wouldn't it? <laughs> Denny Luther McCarthy. But so, yeah, so that, that was the Bermuda. What a great event. Some scenic, some scenic holes. I've heard it's a great golf, like very beautiful golf course. But yeah, that just the highlights I saw like Friday looked like it was blowing like crazy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of blowing like crazy, did you play on Saturday? No, I, I'm glad Saturday. I didn't. I was going to try to. if I. Like, so we, we did the whole Halloween party at the club. So I was like, oh, that's oh right. ideally, that's like, right. if somebody's playing around, like, between 12 and 1, I could probably finagle, you know, hey, honey, take the kids home for a nap. I'm going to go play. But there's really nothing nothing left, which ended up being fine because of how hard it was blowing. But I saw you guys from the ballroom. I was watching you guys teed off on 10. That's what <laughs> yeah, I was wondering like, Ned broke. I know Ned's listening. It was wondering if he broke his driver because he hit it and he immediately looks out at his club face and he's showing it to everybody. And then you had said he almost whiffed, so he's probably showing you guys where it hit on the club face. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. It was, it was like on the very corner of the toe, like it actually, the ball had marks on three different sides of the driver. So on the face, on the corner, on the top side of the corner, and on the on the far. So edge like my wedge. So it was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, yeah. It was one of those. Just do you keep it in play? Uh, I 
That hole was going. Uh, yeah, I don't think it went very far. I think it like just it? went that straight was up. Drivable. Uh, no, that way it was like in and oh. right to left. Never mind. And you want some money? Yeah. So I shot and I shot a ninety-one. My partner shot eighty-nine, and we each ended up winning like thirty bucks, I think, or sixty bucks. Sixty bucks. We were playing wheels, so we had a bunch of and poor Garrity. Uh, Garrity shot seventy-six and lost like. Forty dollars. Well, so the problem was is that Nathan was in the wheel, uh, and and Mister Shuck did not do very well. His putting's so bad. This is the guy, listeners. We've mentioned him before. He doesn't look at the ball when he putts. He looks at the hole, regardless if it's three feet or three hundred feet, and oh, it doesn't really help him. But yeah, so that was uh, you know we haven't played. I hadn't played in like two weeks. And it felt like it was, like, my first time back out because kind of, like, was in the mindset once we got all of our snow that it was like, okay, pretty much done for the season here. Then all of a sudden, you know, warmed up, got to get back out, and it, like, felt like an early spring round. It was like I didn't even remember what I was doing anymore. Yeah, I'm going to try to play Friday, I think. But, yeah, here in Minnesota, we're going to hit a – it's been brutal the last two, three weeks. We had eight inches inches of snow on, like, the 18th. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, it's going to be – Mid, mid to upper 60s, even hitting 70 this week. So enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Ryan, did you ever get a foursome put together for tomorrow? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'm playing tomorrow at like 10.50. Nice. Looking out of the legends? Who, who you got? Yeah. Who are you playing out there with? Uh, I'm playing with Khaki and one of his buddies and one of the, I don't know, still TBD on our fourth. Yeah. That should be fun. I always Might like the really legends. Cool. Yeah. It's fun. Something to do. Yeah. <laughs> Good to get out. I mean, you, you kind of got to do it. Because you're going to be staring out the window in February and kicking yourself. Right. Yeah. Right. So, Brian Gay. That was Hell out yeah. of, Even he said he's like, I've been playing awful, like just out of nowhere kind of thing. But, yeah, I think it's pretty shocking to read that he's won five times. I mean, he had that stretch like 15 years ago where he, he like, was like was he good, like a but. Was he like a top, let's say, 40 player in the world? Top 50 player in the world for – a little run there in the early 2000s. Late two, th- yeah, yeah. I would gosh. I don't know. I mean, because he's almost fifty. I mean, he's forty-eight. That's a pr- how old Sink? Is he's he, he's got to be older than Sink. So it's yeah. kind of on the right. So we've had a couple I was old kind of boys on the right running. track with my four, with my forty-three K with kind of the yeah feel good story. <clears throat> but so it says here uh, his highest ranking ever was thirty-fifth back in June of twenty two thousand nine. Okay. Okay. Because, yeah, I feel like so, I remember so that. He had played really well that summer because that was the year Hazeltine had the PGA. And he mm-hmm. came in there mm-hmm. playing pretty well, but he just hits it so short that I remember watching him tee off on two. Like, all these guys are hitting irons to the corner, and he's hitting driver. Like, yeah, but wasn't, we didn't, weren't we talking on this earlier this year? He was trying to pick up some, pick up yardage. some yardage. I don't know how he ranked this week in distance, but. Yeah, but I think kind of what Spear. No, but hit. so wait, you said you said you'd put some stuff together because you wanted yeah, to do so a little somebody, game action. Is that what you said? Okay, <laughs> somebody. Yeah, not really. <laughs> I was gonna say not really. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Um, okay, sorry. So yeah. no, I think what spearheaded this was yesterday. I think it was Rhino posted something that said like Brian Gay now has the same career tour wins as Ricky Fowler. Was that you, Rhino, that posted that? Wow. It, it was not me. It was our no, friend Ross. Okay. And I and, and I he said, was the big and Rass is the big give it a decade or so. And yes, it's not yeah, you know, it's not a fair comparison because Ricky has you know fifteen more years. He's to a win, kid compared to, but it's still yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, Ricky's been at it for eleven years, 10, 11 years. So right, it yeah. is kind of yeah. It's eye opening because 
he's this is a 49 year old guy that completely flies yeah. under the radar so this kind of got me thinking like oh let's try to come up with some guys that maybe people would be surprised that have have won five times or less on pga tour that you would assume were substantially better golfers than say brian gay so a couple that i thought of right away were world number one at one point they have five wins okay. so they have the same amount one is minnesota's very own tom layman and another is another is wow. luke donald Luke Donnelly is a five win PGA Tour. This is not. This is P- okay. only PGA Tour. So, so yes, only the PGA European Tour, sure. thing is a little misleading because if those guys weren't full time, full time players. But but I mean, he really hasn't been full time on the European no, Tour but, either. Though he played a lot of the big games, but I mean, he came yeah. over here and for he wasn't number one for that long. But I, I mean, that was in that stretch too, where I think Tiger was kind of gone or slumping, and he just Donald played really steady for a long period of time. And that was like layman too. It was like he was top ten every week. He just didn't win very much. But yeah, right. Yeah. So then some Euros or international and internationals. Again, this is a little misleading because they don't. A lot of these guys don't play full time. But uh, Lee Westwood only two. Ian Poulter four. Mm-hmm. Paul Casey four. Hmm. Trevor Immelman three. Y Yang two. And Colin Montgomery zero. <laughs> wow. that, that is so. Bizarre. You think by accident? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's just so bizarre. I mean, now granted, he no, really he wasn't, wasn't over here. He dominated the order of merit over there. Well, did you ever hear the Mickelson game. story about Montgomery? Because in his in no. Mickelson's book, after he won his first Masters, he like talked about how like Monty gets a bad rap, and he's actually like a really funny guy, like fun guy to mess around with and give shit to. So Mickelson took like PJ Tour letterhead and like typed up this letter. So apparently, Monty used to always complain that he get terrible tea times. Because the PJ Tour, they do your tee times based on, like, wins and stuff like that. So, Monty was always getting, like, the early morning or the late afternoon. So, Phil, like, typed up this letter saying, Mr. Montgomery, you know, we've heard your complaints about, you know, your tee times. And we think we found a solution for you. Like, win a fucking tournament. <laughs> and he was, like, on the putting green the next day, hitting, like, two putts. And he'd, like, look up at his caddy. I can't believe, I can't believe they wrote me a letter like that. And then Phil walked over. He's like, hey, did you get my letter? And he's like, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was actually unfair. Mickelson talked about it, but yeah. And then um, just a couple. Actually, I got a couple of trackers guys. Uh, Chuck Hoffman for career wins, and uh, and also JD right? Holmes for hmm. for career wins. So yeah. And then kind of a few random. These are guys I found like just going through like Ryder Cup teams. Like I was telling you guys before we hopped on. Just you think of Ryder Cuppers, like all these guys win all the time, and but there's been some guys that really don't uh chip back four um chris chris hmm. demarco three only uh scott for blank wow. five uh who else do we got woody Austin. well brendan todd brendan todd actually does only have todd three so if we're talking tractor guys either way but uh wikipedia says three another random one john daly five but hmm. yeah then a couple like young guns who these are guys that do have plenty of time but you know have been around for a little while that aren't there yet, but Fowler, we mentioned five. Hideki has five. Uh, Xander has four, but he's only really been out here for two, three years. Not even Rhino's guy. God bless this guy's heart. I wish he'd come back. Anthony Kim, four. Oh, Anthony, if you're listening, you got to come back. you got to eclipse Brian Gay. I'm pretty sure Anthony Kim's a regular listener of the show. <laughs> I, I would think so. Is he in Finland? Yes. Yeah, but it's pretty yeah. – cra- I, I do think this. it's pretty crazy. Look at, like, a lot of these guys are like, oh, wow, that guy was, like, a superstar. And, you know, they don't have as many wins as Brian Gay does. Listening to that, the two that struck me the hardest were was J.B. Holmes. Like, I, I felt like he's won more than that. But 
Maybe not. And then Chip Beck, I guess I don't really remember a lot about like 80s yeah. and 90s golf. But when I I remember like it feels like he has contended and played in Ryder Cups, right. obviously. Like thought he'd have more than yeah. that. Yeah. And that's what – Guessing you know, in, in no offense, 80 and 90 golfers. And but, I don't know how many of our listeners kind of yeah. – I tried to – for one, it was hard to go back to that generation because I tried like finding just a list. Like, hey, list of PGA Tour winners. And you can't really find it. So then right. I just start like Googling random guys. Like, how many wins does this guy have? This guy, this guy, this guy. So, well, thank you for putting it. Wasn't that hard. Mm-hmm. It was like, start going. We're back into this is an investigative uh, pod. Yeah, they now, don't call me the Paul Mac for nothing. So I got to. That's. Thank you. Oh, really I just appreciate I just the effort that you put in. My head. I didn't do any research. Yeah. No, right. Exactly. Uh, I think Glover's in that range too. What's Glover have? He's got to be close. Or even like six, Charles seven, Howell yeah. has two. Like he's like just a consistent. He just a top ten you know, machine. Card, yeah. Oh yeah, Glover's got three. Man, but I mean, I mean I'm guessing. Wins, but what's Brian Gay's best major event? I'm I'm assuming um, he's got a top ten or three. But uh, one second here, Brian Gay's best major is. I would guess oh, he doesn't man. have top ten. Top twenty, top twenty at the U.S. Open in 2018, and top twenty at the PGA Championship in 2018. Yeah, T20. Yeah. yeah, he's never made the cut at the Open Championship because which is kind of embarrassing because it says best results in major championships. And it says the Open Championship cut, and then it lists out the four years that he did the cut, that he missed the cut in it. So. The other thing that's interesting about Brian Gay is he's a 49-year-old man who dresses like he's 26 in Southern California. And he's got the the massive, massive sunglasses on and the flat bill. I I thought his shirt was kind of cool yesterday. And then he's got the the blonde flavor saver, which is unique. (laughs) So, do you know he won the Hilton Hilton head in 2009 by 10 shots? Wow. (laughs) That's impressive. Double-digit lapping. Like what? What do you shoot? Twenty twenty four under. Did you guys see the trophy for the Bermuda? By the way. Oh God! It looked like a Dyson vacuum. No, it, it's a it's a triangle. Okay. The Bermuda Triangle. Oh, there we go. How did how did Cameron Triangle play? The Bermuda Triangle. Let me check out Fantasy National here. I think Luke Donald. Speaking of former number one, I think he made the cut. As did Fred. As Hunter did Fred Mahan Funk. made the cut. I saw Hunter Fred Mahan Funk made the cut. Fred Funk made. He chipped well, he in chipped, I at think. the time. They thought he needed to make that to okay, but that turns out he made it by two. But that was pretty cool. His kid like just mobbed him when he. They're playing together apparently. <laughs> that's really his cool. His kid shot like eighty one, so it's kind of cool. At least he wasn't complete poopy pants. Or something. Uh, I would have been. <laughs> like if my dad God. chipped in and I shot eighty one, I'd be like, "Fuck this, <laughs> fuck the <laughs> kid." <laughs> My dad's six. Tringali apparently cuts. got lost on set over on the weekend. By the way, sorry. What was that? No, Paul? I was saying sorry. Like, I know. Chipping, like, you know, my dad's sixty-four making cuts out here. I'm trying to like, I'm this young gun, and he's kicking my ass. Like, be pissed. I mean, what a funny yeah. game, though, right? Gay again. I mean, if he had four wins going into this week, so he knew how to close, and, and it seemed like he certainly did. Did he birdie the playoff hole, or did, did Wyndham sniper it or something? I don't know, but still, he closed it out. Congratulations to him. But, uh, I mean, he confessed that he was not playing well coming into it. And you walk away with a W. Weird game. And I wonder – I've always wondered, like, when do you think that get- starts to hit? Do you think he got, like, mid-round on Friday and was like, all right, I'm kind of feeling it this week? Or did it probably not I happen? I feel like, though, maybe if you're Sunday. not playing great, like, windy conditions like that, it can kind of – you know, you It'd don't probably have favor, to yeah. – 
shoot 23 under. Like, Jeez, I'm not hitting it great, but I can just scrape it around, shoot a couple under maybe. Because what well, that's won, I mean, it was, it was still like relatively low that won it. 14, 1500 yeah, 15, maybe? And he did burn. He did burn. I think 1500 got in the playoff. Wasn't it 20 something last year? It was like 24. I we talked about last week or something like so. that. So it was higher than normal. But yeah, no, he, he improved every day. Every day he's. Went out with a 70, so nothing like spectacular there. Nothing horrible, but obviously in that win. But there were a lot of lower scores that day. Then 68, then 67, and then a 64 on Sunday. Day so. two, I feel like scores were pretty darn high. That was the day it was. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so that 68 was pretty good there. What was a low round round two? 66 was. Because so I watched a little bit of the end of coverage on Saturday, and it was all uh, would-be first-time winners that were kind of at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah. Well, Denny had to be pretty. No, cool. no Denny season. was a little bit off. He had a good. He had a good Saturday, but he wasn't great on. No, Denny's Sunday. Sure. Yeah, no, yeah, but it, he had the second best score on Saturday. Really? He had sixty-seven. The low was sixty-six. But anyways, yeah. So I can't believe we spent this much time on the Bermuda. Really well, <laughs> Brian Gay, cool course. Well, yes, and there's a lot of people who haven't won as much as he has. Yeah, he you is kind of like the old Ricky about? follower. I'm looking at his outfits right now, and like. And then it's kind of like I saw the guy, and I think I tweeted out this guy shoots amateur porn. <laughs> you tweeted that out? Well, not tweeted out. But I said you need out. to tweet this shit out. out. Groovy. I mean, like you'd have you'd have a, an elite Twitter account okay. if some of your takes went up there. <laughs> so so Houston know. Open this week. It's, it's easier in a closed circle. But moving yeah. on to that. Move what on to that? Houston Open here. Yeah. So moves. This is a new course, correct? It's an old new course. Oh shit! I didn't even know. Yeah, this. it's not yeah, at. Don't, it was I, you know when the Houston Open used to be the week before the Masters. That was at um, <sighs> it was like Woodlands or something. Yeah, this is yeah, like, this is like a Woodlands course from what? But Doak redesigned it. So it's not at the Golf Club no. of Houston anymore. No, when did it change that Park last golf year? Course. There was not. There was. Oh, so it must have been there last Houston year. Open last but year. it was here back in like the fifties. Yeah. There was not a Houston Open last year. I don't. think. Or wait, was this? Yeah, I think it was in the fall yeah, last maybe year. It was like it was in the last season because I have it listed as the twenty twenty. So it must have been in the swing season last year as well. But so it's not at the golf club. Was it, I don't think it was at the golf club of Houston last year either. And I have that listed wrong. I'll have to fix that because. Do we know that it wasn't here last year? Because every other year it says that the length was over 7,400 yards, and last year just went from to 7,200 to 7,400. Um, it says in 2019 the event moved to October and was the last held at the Golf Club of Houston. In 2020, it will move to the renovated Memorial Park Golf Course. Mm, okay. Memorial so Park hosted this redesign had input. Memorial Park hosted this. Yeah. To redesign it's new to the PGA Tour. Redesign had input from Brooks Kepka. Mm-hmm. Oh, the mine. Gra- I'm already, I'm already out on it. Grassy collection areas that can run at a 12. Although I can putt from everywhere, so I don't know. But man, not a lot of bunkers. Five par fives, five par three. Another five. Oh, uh, well, shit. So my whole 43k was built off of course history. So. <laughs> okay, listeners. Yeah, so Hell yeah. Just- no, but my point was it was going to be there was not going to be really statistics to go off of. Right, 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 right. Fuck. Okay. Well, whatever. Well, when I saw like that they shorter. played the course, yeah, I mean, seventy four hundred yards in Texas with five par fives. That's just probably gonna, that actually probably only twenty short. bunkers. So sand saves gained will not be important this week. How's that? Yes, that sounds good. Um, 
So is it going to be all just like wasteland, like that Trinity Forest place? That's kind of what it, I'm just looking at a couple uh, couple pictures here, but and it's back to a pretty pretty solid feel. It looks like, too. yeah. And it's no longer shell either, right? It's no vivant or vivant, vivant. Vivian. vivant. And what do they do? Home security. This Home this security. is yeah. This is sure. Pretty, this is pretty funny. <laughs> this, so this is straight. This very is straight from these... So I'm not stealing information, but. So, removing bunkers also reduces maintenance and makes it easier to get golfers back on the course after heavy rain, something Houston is familiar with. Oh. <laughs> and then it talks about uh, Burn. sand traps have been replaced by steep slopes of short glass. They allow weekend players to use their putter more often while ch- challenging professionals with shots that require a deft touch. <laughs> so, it's basically saying... You know. We, to speed up play, we don't want these hackers chopping out of bunkers and chipping. <laughs> Just please putt it from everywhere. Um, here, oh, 7,400 yards. And it's a public course, huh? Bermuda grass. Draining conditions are fair. Yep, okay. So, somewhere else is here. Okay. Um, speaking of home security, yeah. I got a ring doorbell and installed that this week. Sure. Love it. Yeah. Do any of you guys have one? Uh, yeah, I did it. Yeah, about this time last uh, year. We still we still don't, but it was pretty funny. Last one of my buddies, his wife posted on Facebook. But we thought someone stole our pumpkins last or smashed our pumpkins last night. This is like two nights before Halloween. And it was actually a picture of some <laughs> deer like went up to their front door and like <laughs> ate their pumpkins, basically. <laughs> oh, <laughs> funny. But, I thought I thought it was gonna be them like no. stumbling home drunk and like accidentally <laughs> stepping on them. <laughs> Just like, oh, oh shit! <laughs> we put ours out. So when we lived in Minneapolis, we put ours out like the night before Halloween. And these squirrels must have been like tractor on fucking Crab Tuesday. <laughs> it was gone within like two hours. Oh really? Oh, it's gone. <laughs> Thanks for that. Had to buy a new one. Carve it. Mm. Your pumpkins were impressive, Moose. You're pretty talented at that. Thank you. I've uh, I, I, like I quit the cutting them and like went to shaving and like a it's so much faster and they turn out so much cooler because you don't have to like worry about your pumpkin falling apart. So go go out to like uh, Michaels or something like that and get a seven dollar like sh- wood shaving kit and you're set. So um, hey guys, favorite favorite Halloween candy? Oh man. Um. Okay. So a couple different. I got, okay. I got a couple takes on it. So I'm a I'm a cold candy guy. Like I usually throw a handful of the kids' shit in the freezer. Yeah, and I, like so I Reese's. love frozen. Yeah, Reese's cups. Yeah. All right. The the one that's really come to me later in life that I never had. I was never like a candy bar guy. I look like it, but I was never a candy <laughs> bar guy. Like you go to the gas station, I'm gonna get a Snickers. But the one that I never really had till probably within the last five years is the hundred grand. Oh yes. Pretty, pretty I'm, I'm, I like what's going on with the hundred grands. Your take? Um, big fan of the hundred grands. Um, my favorite candy bar of all time is the Fifth Avenue bar, which is kind of like a gourmet version of the Butterfinger. Wow! I don't, ever ever had, I don't know if I ever had one. Yeah. So those are my favorite. Okay. They're very, very hard finds, though. Um, but I think yeah. Nowadays, though, I think it's I'm with you on just like the. The Reese's. Oh, take fives are amazing too, but that's kind of a rare one too. I feel like is that what's the one with the pretzels? That's take five. Yeah, those are good. I've had those. Those are good. They're basically like turtles or whatever they're called. Um, you, I don't. You don't really get those in like the commercial Target gift no. bag fun bag. Do they? What I was thinking of, I used to love as a kid. Do they still make at the score bars? Don't I? Don't know. What is those that like toffee? Yeah, 
it was kind of like a Heath, but a Heath, yeah, Ooh. okay, but, yeah, Heath, Heath is pretty good too. But I'm more of a, I do say Butterfinger is pretty good, which I don't think we had any of those this year. Oh, our kids didn't get any. We didn't have any to give out. But I'm more of like a candy, like Twizzler, Mike and Ike's. Sure, but, sure. Do you guys remember two of the Kirby Pocket candy bars that they used to? No, I remember no. it was like a combination no. of like a Nestle Crunch bar, but it had like. And like just shorter and fatter, but like a <laughs> it had a huge a caramel ass. in it too. <laughs> and <then> slap inches. <laughs> Rest in peace, Kirby. Okay. We love you. Okay, <laughs> I know. Sorry. Uh, it, the, anyways, that actually sounds great. It was really good. That's what I was curious. Like about. a caramello and yeah. crunch. Yeah. Did they make oh, oh, caramellos? Caramellos were fucking awesome. Did you guys ever used to sell like the knockoff candy bars for like fundraisers? Yeah. Where it was like, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> And they were pretty good. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Like the knockoff caramellos were like even better because they had like even like bigger caramel pockets. Mm-hmm. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. I think they came in a white wrapper, if I, if I recall. <laughs> but this is yeah. hard hitting stuff, Moose. I know. <laughs> so favorite candy bars. Who are your you know, favorite You know what's so funny? Barrel. You know what's really funny is this, is this is the episode that Tractor would probably love the most. Talking about fucking candy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's dying. Like in candy. I don't even remember it because it was so high. <laughs> oh. And I built a cell phone. <laughs> with my mind. With my mind. <laughs> I don't know if you guys listened last week, but like it just ended with that. It was really bizarre. Uh, so in honor of Tractor, we don't have to listen uh, to him boast about his 43K, although I think he was terrible last week. He was he was actually worse than me. Yeah. I actually was the best, and that's why I think he didn't want to be. I think I was right around the middle. <laughs> I had four made cuts, but nobody did anything great. I saved yeah. up for Doc Redman and all the trash that I used to get there. Almost cut. Say, yeah, didn't you only have one made cut or two, maybe? Oh. No, I had three. I had three made cuts and I had a T four out of Redman, but uh, everything else was no good. So let's get into this week. It's uh, hard. It's this hard. Forty three k. I feel like there's actually this week's a lot easier. There's some pretty good value. I feel like that happens mm-hmm. when you get a better field like this, but. I put together an awesome team that I was really excited about because they all had like some good course history. On a new course, though. Yeah, so, so it's pretty much fucked. Yeah. Well, I can lead us off. So. Um, I kind of did a combination of – I got like three hot hands that were all pretty right around the 8,000 level, so I had to go bottom for three guys. So kind of deviating with – I got kind of three bottom, three kind of upper-ish guys. And for the bottom guys, I used a lot of – there's a couple guys that I looked at Moose's simulator who was going to – you know, most likely to make some cuts. So, uh, sixty-two hundred Kyung Hoon Lee. No, uh, he's made his mm-hmm. last couple cuts. Actually, CJ Cup. There was no cut, right? So he's about fifty yeah. percent yeah. made cuts. So we get a chance. Um, this guy has not played very much, but he just finished nineteenth at Shriners. That was actually his first start. It looks like post COVID. So oh. I don't know Johnny Huh. So I don't know if he yeah. was injured or doesn't have status. I'm not sure, but I feel like his name pops up there once or twice a year. Um, 6,400, going back to our guy, Will Gordon, played decent at Bermuda here. Um, I think it was already established. He has his card, right? So the pressure's kind of off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I remember. He might need to, he might need to get the pressure back on. Well, he though. finished he 34th this past week. So, I mean. Okay. I just feel like, I mean, a month or two ago, he was like 8,000. And it's like, it's yeah, not. Yeah, but he also hasn't done sure. that. But then my three guys that I'm riding, so I'm going to stick with Stuart Sink. He's 8,000. Um, a win, and two other top 12s, including a fourth here at Bermuda. So it seems like he's in a good place with his game. I don't know if this kid's still caddying for him. I thought he was this week. I don't know if Kip's back or not, but 
Either way, we're going to keep riding that in hand. Um, another guy, I had no idea that this guy was playing this well, but uh, three straight top tens. That's James Hahn. He's also 8,000. Hmm. Yeah, I saw it's like, oh, three straight top tens. I'm like, oh, sweet. Because usually he's like in the 6,000s. So he's expensive, but again, he's playing. So we'll keep riding him. And then I've taken this guy a bunch too. Kind of a made cut machine. A lot of decent finishes. Nothing great, but he keeps popping up on on the Fantasy National. A lot of the. He's up there in a lot of strokes gain stats. Uh, That's Cam Davis at 8,100. I've taken him a bunch, but. Makes cuts every time. And he's been popular. Yeah, he's been, he's been, oh, he's good. And he's top been 10, in the a few top too. 20s. So, mm-hmm. like I say, he's got really good stats across the board. So, there you have it. I like it. This might be the best I felt about a 43K lineup in a while, which probably is not going to be a good thing. Which is funny because I feel good about this too because I'm, I'm going with my philosophy of I, <laughs> I want a horse. I want somebody that think can win. And we kind of covered this last week with Doc Redman. And it was like, well, you really think Doc Redman is that much better? And I kind of said no, but I felt yes. But the problem was, is all you kind of got to pick up bottom feeders. And if those guys don't perform, like Taylor Gooch did a few weeks ago, then then you're host. And I like you know, and this is another cut event. So let's just cross our fingers and hope these guys can make it to the weekend. And I've got a couple. They're not really feel good stories. Um, they're just guys that were really good a long time ago. So moving in, we got Chris Kirk. He's a feel-good story. 6,200. He had a Corn Ferry win this year. He's just a green box guy. He he checks everything. He's uh, other than putting. He's putting like shit. So um, we'll figure that out. Then I got Kevin Chappell, who does have his only tour win in Texas. So he must like this part of the country. He's been playing a little bit better post-Rona. Um, I don't know. We'll see. He's only 6,300. So, again, those are kind of value plays. I also have Will Gordon at 6,400. It seems like he can get on a little bit of a streak. So, decent enough. What was he, 34th at Bermuda? Yes. Paul? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, good enough. So, you know, something like that or a little better, we'll take that out of our uh, our mid-tier guy. Um, now, this is another one that I don't know about this. This is kind of a, a reach, but he's cheap. 6,500. I got Duffner. Seems like he's playing a little bit better. I was thinking that this was more of a classic design, which it's not. Um, but so we'll see because it's 7,400 and it's a par five course. Realistically, I kind of like bombers. He's not that. So um, then I got another guy that's very popular here. Hoagie at 6,700. Played his college golf in Texas. He's making a lot of cuts as of late. Nothing really to write home about, but he's at least playing weekends. Like, I don't know. I think he's only missed like two cuts since the Rona. Um, all leading way to the guy that I think is going to win. You're going to get a heavy dose of him uh, coming out of me for the rest of this show. Tony Finau at ten thousand nine hundred wow. points dollars wow. mm. because I think he wins. I I really I really think he wins this week and might even throw a couple of couple of bucks on that. I like that. Okay. Well, so I tried looking around to change my lineups around here while you guys were gone, and I didn't make any decisions. So I'm going to stick with what I got for now. I may have to uh, adjust later on. But I'm also going with uh, John Hu at 6,300. Went with uh, Zhang Zhang at 6,500. He was T4 here last year at... At Houston, but so we know he plays. You know what I'm going to say is the guys that have course history, we know they play well in Texas. That's that's the way I'm going to phrase this. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Hubbard, uh, 
T17 at the CJ Cup. We know he plays well in Texas. He uh, was second at the Houston Open last year. He's 6,800. Austin Cook, named after a city in Texas, was also uh, second at the Shriners. So, doing good there. So, he's 6,900. Uh, Bo Hostler has a history of playing well in Texas and played for University of Texas, correct? Is he a Longhorn? That's correct. He is. Yep. So, we're going with him. He was uh, second at the Houston Open two years ago. And 13th last year at a different course, but still played in Texas. So we're sticking there. And uh, Russell Henley's uh, got yeah. back-to-back T5s and one in Texas. God, he man. Yeah, he's a, he's got a first, fifth, and he's fourth well, at the yeah. Houston Open. Yeah. and But, yeah, but at the Houston Open at a different course. So I'm guessing that these two courses are going to play identical. Not really, but just for the purpose of this lineup. And those are my guys. I like the Russ Henley play. Thank you. He's kind of number two on my radar this week. Behind the Finau. Well, sweet. Who do you, who do you think so, Tractor would have taken? Tuck. 43K? Uh, is Hoffman. Chuck Hoffman in this field? Chucky Three Sticks. Has Chuck Hall in this thing? Harold Varner. Is the Todd in this thing? <laughs> who was shit last this. week, by the way? Uh, he probably would have gone with Phil at 75, I feel like, because it seems like <laughs> something he'd do. Ollie was third last week. Still no hat. That kid... Kid can play, man. Yeah. Uh, Tractor likes homo a lot, too, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Who has yeah. not been playing very well? No. He's 34th last week. Hoagie. Yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll never know. We'll never know. He's dying in bed. What we okay. do know is his one-and-done pick. So we'll get into that next. Um, recapping last week, I had the best finish. Uh, Will Zalatoris tied for 16th. See, uh, Tractor had Mav McNeely, T21, and then you guys missed cuts with uh, Rhino had Varner, Moose had Stewart. So, God, I must have been really drunk. Yeah, I got to... D- didn't Stewart play well on Thursday, and then he was another one of those guys that... I don't know. Yeah, it's but tough. no, to catch Moose here, we're going to have to... One of us is going to have to go back-to-back. Win-win. I think, which is... But that's okay. Maybe not back-to-back, but like top three and win or something. But Top two. But So Moose is about yes. just short of 5.6 million... Rhino, you're three point four seven six. I'm three point three eight seven. So I'm about hundred grand behind you. And tractors is a little over three million. So I'm close to catching Rhino. It's not going to get me first. So so tractor said, just give me whoever is highest remaining in Rob Bolton's power rankings. So by my calculation, Rob Bolton has Dustin Johnson number one, who tractor has taken. Tyrell Hatton is number two. Tractor's taken him. Tony Finau third. He's taken him, which brings us to number four. Russell Henley is Tractor's pick this week, which is a little upsetting because that's probably who I would have taken. <laughs> but so that goes to me. Yeah. I don't have a ton of guys left. I got my master's pick who's not in this field anyway. But I was looking at Adam Scott, but I just Tiger. don't feel like he wins this kind of battle. So I'm going to go with a guy I took in my 43K. I feel like he's maybe won Houston before. It's not at this course. James Hahn. Maybe I'm totally wrong on that, but I feel like hmm. he won at Houston once. Said, not the same course, so it doesn't matter, but awesome. yeah. I like but, that but you're it, going it proves that they know how to play in Texas. Yeah, I could be yeah. I think I'm totally I guessing I'm wrong on that. It's like a massive state and different terrain everywhere, but I know what we're saying. And I like I like the fact that you're going all in on a guy. Well it's I mean I'm well, doing the exact same. I mean, like I said, Adam Scott's yeah. like the highest ranked player in the field left that I haven't taken, but I don't know, I just feel like he doesn't win. Not that hot. It seems a 
He's just looking at, like, how much golf has he played as of late? Has he been playing a lot of tournaments? He's definitely off the radar. He's been steady, so it's not like he's, you know, shopping or anybody. You're right, he doesn't play that much. It's hard. There's really not much to go off of. I'm I'm riding my guy, too, then. I'm going Fino. I picked him a few weeks ago. He got bit by the bug. He's back. So I'm assuming I get to keep, I get to pick him again. Yeah, because you switched out to somebody else. Yeah, that's my guy. Okay, well, I'll also go with Rhino's guy. Uh, Tyrell Hatton. How is he my guy? I don't know. He's English. Yeah. Or European or something. He's English, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. So, yeah. So, that that's what we got. So we has, got it, has anybody been watching European golf, by the way, in the last few weeks? I watch it, but at really weird times, and I don't even know who's winning. I just watch it to watch a couple shots, and I drop. But So, no, I guess is the answer. <laughs> the long-winded answer for no. Have you been watching European golf? I well, yeah, I've watched the last couple of weeks, but I mean, it was in Cyprus, and yeah, it's been action packed. The dude eagled eighteen to get into a playoff and then ended up winning it. But yeah, it's been it's been really good. Basically, the last three weeks, I don't oh, really have anything to put in other than I just it's I been know, exciting. European golf is fantastic. It's just exciting, and the courses yeah. are a little bit different, and the timing nice. works better for young youngish parents. Yes, I hear you. For the record, James Hahn did not win the Houston Open. <laughs> he's won the Northern Trust at Riviera and the Wells Fargo at uh, Quail Hollow. So he's won in North Carolina and California, which are pretty much the same thing as Houston. So, well, those, yeah. <laughs> Both were in playoffs, so we need a playoff this week. Yeah, so past winners at, at the Houston at a different course. Uh, Lonto, Griffin, Ian Poulter, Russell Henley, Jim Herman, and J.B. Holmes. Are the most recent winners. So one of four Holmes is winning. Yeah, Herman. Yeah, that's right. He won, yeah. he won twice. He, I think he's year. got what two or three. Um, which is funny though, because actually, like the second, third, fourth places have typically been like real big names, but that list was not the most impressive list that I've read off. And I know Phil won here one year, didn't he? They're not he's here won, at the same. Place, yeah, he's he won, won once or twice. It used to be the week before the Masters, so it was like, oh, Phil won. He's yeah. So okay, another thing. I'm, I'm assuming this is. None of us really know anything about the golf course, but conceptually, the Masters is looming. Do you think they're going to try and set some of this up? I mean, they used to try to kind do of, that. That's why a lot of guys like playing because they could get the you know yeah areas around the greens. Mm-hmm. They would get you know tight, kind of like Augusta and things like that. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know what Houston is like in November versus April. If it's even possible. Um, before we get into. Uh the NASA stuff. The I, we just posted the uh, Masters betting odds on Fantasy National. Mm-hmm. I think. Hold on, let me double check this here because it might not have loaded properly. Now that I think about this, but anyways, you know who do you guys think is the outright favorite? Bryson. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Eight to one. Wow. I was very surprised at this. Let me let me see if uh, this is loading here. I may need to reload this tomorrow. Tried getting this going today, and then now that I think about, it, yeah, no, it's. For whatever reason, not popping up. There's no name showing up. So, so he's going to be hitting at 400 yards. Did you see that video of him last week? Like just like screaming yeah, and literally and swinging out of shoes. It was very funny. So sweet. Like I'm guessing this is how Ben Hogan prepared for the Masters. Hogan <laughs> prepared. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was that? There's a video like from last he, he week. He was literally like, swinging out of his yeah, shoes. He like, hits one. He's like two I'm assuming he's yelling about his ball speed. There's a bunch of people watching, and then he rips another one. He's just like yelling like a long drive guy. And yeah, the t- the text of the tweet was like picturing this is how Ben Hogan used to prepare for the Masters. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, So, should we uh, rip through NASA? Yeah, NASA. 
Yeah, so, so apparently, like I said, it was uh, so we do this every week. It's a we do a partner a best ball match play front back total all three rounds of so twelve points total. Uh, rotate partners. Last week it was me and Rhino against Moose and Tractor. Each team had one guy miss the cut. Uh, Rhino and I had Brendan Todd, Doc Redman. Those guys had Denny McCarthy, Chuck Hoffman. But uh, Rhino and I won seven to five. So not what I needed. I need a needed a big one. So I'm pretty much out of it. But got a race between Rhino and Tractor. Uh, Rhino is four points back with two weeks to go. So, but they're partners this week, so you're going to be four back no matter what going into next week with Moose. So, <clears throat> so so do I get? I to think pick you should just be able to pick both guys. Is my or do we get to play two on one since me and Moose are? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> I said it really doesn't matter for you. I don't think. But I'll, what I'll do is I'll I'll make a, an obscure pick well, for him, yeah. so then I can complain to or we could just like give him the last pick we can just default to us and give him fourth pick and catch up with him later that's fine yeah so we get the first so pick automatically Paul, you but pick first gotcha yeah yep. so we get yes. yep we get first pick. tracker sitting at 174 i know 170 i have 155 moose 139 so i think moose and i are pretty much relegated to i'm gonna be third you're gonna be fourth but if you go sweep yeah. sweep well, I can't although catch. you won't be able to go sweep, sweep. You're, you're, you're my to, yeah. Tractor's my partner next week, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, if I'm first, it's the easy, easiest pick of all time. Give me Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Nice. I do think that's a pretty good one. Pretty good pick. I feel like you should have to take Chuck Hoffman or J.B. Holmes if Yeah, I'm I know. I mean, <laughs> I'm actually okay with that. Just to kind of play it out. So is this your pick Man, or Tractor's pick? This will be my pick. Oh. A lot of the other guys have already been taken, though, right? Yeah, Fino's so has gone, off the board. off the board. Obviously, my guy Fino. He's off the board. I'm going to go. All right. I can't... Okay, I like this. I'm going to go Scotty Scheffler. I like that. He makes a lot of birdies. Texas boy. He might shoot 63.80, but. What was that? Scotty Scheffler. Do what you think is best, Moose. So, I'm going to give you a chance to back me down, but I'm looking at Cameron Davis, who is. Best in the field in birdies or betters gained. Oh, I'm a big, I'm a no, big in fan. birdies gained, second in birdies or better. Days, so I don't mind that if that's who you like. Yeah. Okay. We'll go Cameron Davis. Perfect. And just in honor of Tractor bailing on the pod tonight, <laughs> withdrawing, <laughs> if uh, if you will. <laughs> I'm go, I, I'll be going with, uh, with all day. I'll go Jason Day. <laughs> In honor, track. for a guy that hates people, WD with the sniffles. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Um, well, sweet. This is a pretty good show here. Actually, I felt like I'm. I feel like is. I mean, I'm pumped for kind of starting to hit like sweet. There's the Masters next week. I'm seeing the ads and everything. It doesn't really feel no, it's like still it. Weird. Feel like it. I think once we get to Monday, once we get to this time next week. I, I won't have Monday Night Football on in the background. I'll have live from. Right. I'm kind of excited to see what the will they be doing live like. from? They do oh, for yeah. all the other majors. Yeah. They have to, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, did they? Have four guys, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're quarantined and booth off. Not to mention the election will be over. Yeah, this all this all I'll be magically good. <laughs> Invisible so. enemies <laughs> That was pretty good. I think you guys saw this like last week. They had the they announced that you know college game day is going to be live from Augusta. God, yeah. You know, one of our buddies like, I can't believe Fred Ridley sold out to that. And it's just like, so my point was like, why is that bad? You're just it's just gaining publicity. And 
his point, which I kind of see was like, you know, any golf fan knows that it's the Masters. They don't need college game day. But like, I had a buddy of mine who's like, not a golfer, but he knows about golf and whatever. And he texted me and Gusty the other morning, like, mass, like, just saw an ad. Masters is November? What? Like, had no idea. So I still think right, there's a right, lot right. of people out there that are, like, will watch if they know, but they just don't, like. Right, right, right. Is Tiger playing this year? You know, I mean, like, that kind of, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Because it's not like we've been just inundated with Masters ads. Like, during, I mean, usually it's, like, the March Madness is when they make the really big push. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, isn't that fun, though? Like, remember normal life? <laughs> you go, <laughs> NCAA championship game into Masters Week? That, that How two or three we so lucky yes. again? Can we just go back to that? Oh, my God, that was so great. What a great stretch. But, Paul, how, how many Masters wins does Tiger have? Five. Is it four? Five. I thought okay. it was four. Okay, five now. Yeah, he has okay. 97. Yeah, last. 2000, 2000, sorry, 97, 2001, 2002, 2002, 2005, and then 2018. That's five. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. So, he's he's 25 to 1 for this, which I know is, like, not a great bet, but at the same time, he hasn't played it 25 times, and he's 1 at 5. Uh, my problem with Tiger right now is the inconsistency in swing speed. It just seems in like just like he looks lethargic and like slow and just doesn't want to be there at tournaments. I still think it's worth betting I, on for sure. I just feel like the whole crowd thing has really hurt him more than any because yeah, I think he just yeah. feeds off that because no matter what term he shows up at, I mean, yeah, people are pulling for him more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. That's, I think yeah. he's kind of admitted that to some extent. Like it's just hard to you know get, get up. Same with Rory. Apparently. Well, you couldn't win when there was crowds. I mean, the guy used to win all the time. Well, there is crowds. crowds. It's a half-shot penalty <laughs> if Tiger's there. But, yeah. yeah, so next week will be great. Well, I mean, assuming the country still exists. Somehow we will persevere. I'm positive of that. Good. What else we got? Paul, you're playing Friday, Saturday? Yeah, the plan. Anyway. Friday and Saturday, so. huh? Nice. Five-year I'm wedding anniversary Saturday, and I get to go Saturday. play golf. So. Nice. Oh, <sighs> Yeah, that's what you have. We're doing that's smart. Later, it's so. a good wife. There you go. Well, it, yeah, especially this time of year, golf, it, it yeah. seems like everything, it just goes quicker. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you don't show up to warm up. Right. Moose, you playing? I'm going to play Saturday. Uh, had a good group growing, going, and then Clayton Tyler joined us last minute. So, oh, wow. I don't know if we'll be able to roll him or not. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll try to rope him into that. Well, how many, is he your fifth? Oh. A fourth, actually. We we had a fifth. Well, hopefully somebody else will join and we'll go that route. But I actually don't mind. I I like the guy. I played with him once and he was he was pleasant. But I've heard stories. Um, and then that's probably a wrap. It looks like the weather next week's no good. Yeah, it's like supposed to be like seventy on Saturday. Then like Sunday they're saying sixty and rain. And then Monday must be a front coming through because Monday's like thirty. Hmm. Which is fine if it's gonna Fuck. be. I don't mind if it's crappy for Masters Week, even in the spring. It's like, yeah, that's boss. It's that's nice. True. Like, God, I should be playing golf, but the Masters is up. Yeah. But like, it's not the worst thing if it's Masters weekend and crummy out and just hang out in the basement. Tractor and I next week we'll we'll put together some head to head bets. We'll try and find some. <clears throat> oh yeah, there'll be there'll be some, some action good, for the Masters. Action, okay. And that concludes the most recent installment of Nice Shot Pods. On behalf of Tractor. The Rhino, Paul, and myself, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.